welcome. This is Crime Noir, a true crime podcast telling our stories. And I'm your host, Candace, and this is Case 12, The Disappearance of Ariana Davis. Welcome back to another episode of Crime Noir, y'all. Sorry I've been kind of lagging on the episodes. I was out of town, but I'm back in the nook. And I'm going to be talking about a case today that not too many people have probably heard of because it definitely kind of stayed local. So I'm excited to talk about it and maybe reach some people that haven't heard it. Um, Before I get started in this episode, I would like to just give a little trigger warning that although Crime Noir does not... Um, feature any explicit language or anything like that. Uh, Listener discretion is advised as I do talk about adult themes. So yeah, let's just jump into the facts. Ariana Davis disappeared on April 30th, 2010 from Henrico, Virginia. At the time of her disappearance, she was just 21 years old. She was approximately 5'5 and 200 pounds. The last time she was seen, she was wearing a pink shirt, denim shorts, and flip-flops with a white clip in her hair. She is a black woman with black hair and brown eyes, and she has both her ears pierced. Her nickname is Peaches. Ariana was last seen exiting the J Express Mart on Nine Mile Road, which is a couple of blocks away from her home in Henrico, Virginia. She was seen at this mart around 1.30 p.m. on April 30th. While at the mart, she purchased a black and mild cigar and then left to walk back to her home, which is located on 3rd Street. During this time, her behavior is described as happy with nothing out of the ordinary. She then disappeared. She left behind her ID, wallet, keys, and hasn't been seen or heard from since. Her family indicated that she's never out of touch with them for a long period of time. And if she was going to be somewhere for longer than an hour, she would always give them a heads up. At the time of her disappearance, she lived with their family. She was also a student at Fortis College in a massage therapy program and was about six weeks from graduating. She did not have a car and used the bus as a primary mode of transportation. Since she's been missing, there has not been any activity on her cell phone. There was a suspect in this case. I don't even know if you guys could consider it a suspect, but there's a person of interest. Um, The last man that Ariana was seen with is now in prison for stabbing another woman. However, he has never been named publicly. I couldn't find any information about this man or anything like that. So I think it's interesting that there is a person of interest and um, he's in jail for virtually harming another woman and the public does not know who that is. So currently police are unclear if he had anything to do with her murder, but her family said it's unlike her to disappear without warning and before she disappeared she had never spent the night away from home so authorities do believe foul play is involved in her case um let's just get into some theories because like i said previously there's not a lot of information out there about ariana's disappearance so i personally believe that ariana met foul play like um the police do Um, Her family says that she is never out of contact, so I can't see a person who's never spent a night away from home 
suddenly getting up and um, leaving for almost 10 years and not reaching out to her mom or anything like that. And since there's no activity on her cell phone or anything like that, I just don't, I don't believe that she would just leave her family behind voluntarily. I think this unnamed suspect that they don't release information on, I think maybe he does have something to do with it. And they just can't connect the dots to, you know, bring forth charges or whatever the case may be for him. Um, There isn't a lot of information regarding her disappearance out there, which sucks to me because it could really be useful to the public if we did know a little bit more. I know that law enforcement oftentimes has to keep information on the inside so they don't on the inside so people just don't falsely confess to things and that they can make sure they got the right person. However, sometimes it does seem like if we did know more information, maybe we could it could jog somebody else's memory like, "Oh, I do remember seeing this or I saw that or I smelled this or something about this was weird." I don't know, just maybe giving us a tad bit more information, especially considering it's considered a cold case, so the fact that it's cold, I do think law enforcement should maybe release a little bit more information that they have, if they even have anything. I'm speaking from the assumption that they do have um, more information than we know, which actually I guess they do because they know who stabbed that other lady. But yeah, I just want to continue to get these stories out because Ariana deserves visibility just like all the other cases. So yeah. I hope she is found so her family could get closure. And as always, if you have any information, please contact Henrico County Police at 804-501-4878. This week in Noir News, rapper Tay K was sentenced to 55 years in prison for the murder of 21-year-old Ethan Walker. He was also given 30 years in prison on one of the counts of aggravated robbery and then two 13-year prison sentences for the remaining two counts of aggravated robbery related to the murder of Ethan Walker. The four prison terms that he received should be served concurrently, and he will be eligible for parole after no less than 27.5 years. He was also fined $21,000 for all of his crimes. And I don't know if y'all know, but Tay K is his famous song is The Race. So I know I was seeing a lot of discussion about how they think his um, punishment is too harsh because I think when Tay K went to jail, he was like 17 or 16 or something like that. And they don't believe that he should spend the rest of his life. Or, I mean, he'll still get out and he'll still maybe get out and be able to have a life, but I mean, his good years are going to be spent in prison. So I know I saw a lot of discussion about um, prison reform regarding that. And yes, I do think prison needs a reform, but also if you participate in the murder of somebody, I'm not sure how I would feel if like somebody murdered my family member and people were rallying for him to get out of jail. I don't know how I feel about that, but I do agree that the prison reform needs, um, it, it needs some change. And his lyrics and video to the song The Race were used against him in court. And I don't understand why rappers or artists or anything like that um, decide to broadcast their crimes and songs. It's like 
the most idiotic thing because, or even on social media or something like that, it's just completely idiotic because if I was a cop, I would definitely be looking at that. So no sympathy from me, but he's also 16 or 17. So I get that they do dumb things, but I mean, it kind of sucks for Ethan Walker's family that, you know, they're without a son, a cousin, brother, whatever. So yeah, let's move on to the next case. So my next story is about a mom who drove her two daughters to a fight and both of her daughters ended up dead and she escaped the scene. So this happened in Hot Spring, Arkansas, where a mother drove her two daughters, Monteria Myers and Marinara Myers, one was 22 and the other was 19 years old to a beauty supply store where they confronted a business employee and I guess it was confrontational and they were both shot in the head and the mom uh, fled the scene. But apparently it was a ongoing dispute between the girls and um, the employee. A physical altercation occurred between them and the shop employee just ended up shooting and they're now dead And it's just so sad to me that these things escalate like this. And the adult in this situation, which is the mom, didn't have the foresight to know how these things escalate. And now her babies are gone. Like, usually a mom should tell you to defuse. First of all, you can't pick fights with everybody because, like I said, some people don't fight fair. And it's just completely, completely sad. I haven't seen anything about if the mom has turned herself in. I don't know if she's in hiding or anything like that, but I definitely plan on updating um, this as I find out information about it. But it's just sad that these lives have been are lost over just dumb decisions. And that wraps up today's episode, y'all. Please follow me on Instagram at Crime Noir, the podcast or Twitter at CrimeXNoir. You can email me anytime at crimenoirthepodcast at gmail.com and I will talk to you guys next week. 